0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. A blessed feast of theophany to all of you. We know that today, God reveals Himself to humanity. That's why we call this feast, the manifestation of God. Okay, and I want to meditate on how God revealed Himself to us. Okay, this is such an important question for us to dig into, because... What we understand about God drives our faith, okay? Now, God revealed Himself to us as the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and that's certainly what we see in this event, right? The Father speaks from heaven, and we see that Christ is baptized, and His Spirit descends in the form of a dove. But what really validates the manifestation of God? It's the testimony that the Father gives, right? Because... By the mouth of the Father, He bears witness that this is His Son. He says, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So the Word of God testifies to the truth. Okay? And this is exactly what we see from St. John the Baptist as well. He points to Christ and he says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Okay? So in both cases, we see that The manifestation of God is validated by a witness, a testimony. Okay? Now, this word witness or testimony has such a significant meaning in the life of the church. In the Greek, that word is martyria, which literally means martyrdom. Okay? To witness or to testify means to be martyred. And so, interestingly enough, this is exactly what we see in Christ as the Father speaks from heaven, declaring that this is His beloved Son, right? Christ is modeling this martyrdom by His baptism. Because we know baptism is a death and a resurrection. So as the Father is telling us that this is His beloved Son in whom He is well-pleased, which is the testimony from God or the witness from God, Christ is modeling that, he's martyring that martyrdom by his baptism, which is a death, right? The foundation of Christianity was built on this witness throughout the first few centuries of the church. To preach meant to bear witness. It meant to testify and That's a matter of martyrdom, right? And the martyrs would convert others when people would witness what they're enduring with faith and love, right? And they would actually follow them in their own martyrdom as well. There's so many beautiful stories of this. And sometimes even the Romans persecuting the martyrs would be so convicted by what they witnessed that they would follow in their footsteps as well. Tertullian, in the beginning of the 3rd century, says that if you were to put all of the Coptic martyrs on one side of the scale and put the rest of the martyrs in the entire world on the other side of the scale, the scale would tip towards the side of the Coptic martyrs. And that's so beautiful to consider because our faith was built on the blood of the martyrs, not just by mere words, but by our love and our sacrifice, by the blood that was shed to bear witness of the truth. Again, keep in mind, Tertullian was saying this in the beginning of the 3rd century. That's not even to take into account the persecution by Decius and Diocletian which happened in the middle of the 3rd century. Alright, right, so... Our church was built on this foundation, all right? Now, if we are to reveal God to the world, which is essentially what this feast is all about, then the only way we can do that is by our own witness, by our own testimony, which is, again, our own martyrdom, all right? Now, we typically think of the testimony we give to the world as a public matter, right? We declare to the world what we believe, right? And in a sense, that's true, right? We have to declare our faith to the world and put our lamp on a lampstand for others to see. But this can only happen when our martyrdom is a reality within our hearts, Whenever it's an interior reality, then it can translate into an external reality. Okay, So deep down within our hearts, we have to be baptized. We have to be martyred. And that means we're completely dead to the world. That means we don't care about our own reputation. We don't care about our own rights and our entitlement and so on. Right, Deep down inside... We're living for God, and we consider our own life as nothing. All right, and this is exactly what the world needs because there's so much despair around us, and the world is drowning in darkness, and it's because God is absent. So, unless we can. declare Christ to the world by our own testimony, our own witness, which is our baptism, then we have nothing to declare to the world. All right. So again, this martyrdom has to be an interior reality first. All right. Now, what does that mean exactly? So I'll just share with you a quick example from the life of St. Pope Crollus that Explains this concept in a beautiful way. And I think it'll really make sense to us when we think about his life. We know that the condition of the Coptic world was in shambles before the papacy of St. Pope Crows. Right? Like it was a dark and corrupt time. Okay, Without getting into the details of that period. But it was pretty bad. And so whenever St. Pope Corollus was enthroned, people were just complaining that this man did absolutely nothing but fast and pray and fast and pray. And he would just discipline himself. And he would just sacrifice his own time to God. He would just serve on a personal level, connecting with individuals and sacrificing his time for different services. People wanted reform and people wanted him to meet with government officials and to do this and that. But deep down inside, all he cared about was offering himself as a living sacrifice, right? He lived a life of martyrdom. And he did that personally, deep down within his heart. His own personal life, his discipline, his prayers... His fasting, the way he dealt with people on a personal level was entirely sacrificial. He was just full of love and humility. To the extent that during the feasts, when he's supposed to deliver the homily to the people, he would assign this task to the priests. He never cared for the spotlight. He never cared for attention. He never cared for for a prestigious reputation. And this is just so convicting because we think about our role as teachers and a lot of times we have the spotlight on us. But for Saint Pope Krullus, he never cared about that. He always directed all the attention around him to God. And that's precisely because of his humility. He was completely dead to the world. And because of his own martyrdom, look at what happened in the land of Egypt. And not only in the Coptic Church, his influence is affecting people worldwide. And it was all just a product of his own martyrdom. That's what declares God to the world. And when we declare God to the world, then the lost sheep have a chance to taste his sweetness. They have a chance to experience Him and to appreciate the hope and the comfort and the joy that He provides us. And so I pray that by God's grace, we can reveal God to the world. That we can bear witness by our own martyrdom, by our own death, by our own humility, by our own love. And to make this feast a reality in our life, not just an event that we celebrate one day in the entire year, but a lifestyle that we declare God to the world on a daily basis that His name may be glorified forever. Amen.